A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Say hello to a new era of mental health care. Cerebral is here to help you achieve your mental wellness goals with professional therapy and medication management support. 100% online you'll experience the all-new Cerebral Way, an innovative approach to mental wellness designed around you. You'll get a personalized treatment plan from a therapist, prescriber, or both in a safe and judgment-free space. Your Cerebral therapist or prescriber will outline a customized plan with clear milestones along the way, so you can get to feeling your best. With Cerebral, you're not alone in your mental health journey. We're here to empower you to live a fulfilling life. So take that first step towards a brighter future and sign up today at Cerebral.com slash podcast and use code ACAST to get 15% off your first month. Offer only valid on monthly plans. Other exclusions may apply. Offer ends July 31st, 2024. See site for details. Down the blind, Andrew John. Inside for Elba. Elba will score. Elba will score. Newcastle and one. G'day guys, welcome back to the Rugby League Guru Podcast. Now over the next few days or few weeks, there could be a lot of dominoes that could fall and they centre around Mitchell Pearce. Now, rumours have been circulating for a couple of weeks now uh, in the Rugby League community, more so months realistically, that Mitchell Pearce could potentially leave the Newcastle Knights to go to the Catalans. Uh, I, If I was Mitchell Pearce, I think I'd probably have to go. Let's be perfectly honest here. I think the deal is too good to turn down. You don't know how much longer Newcastle are going to be relevant for. If KP was to leave in a year's time, it's the biggest mistake of Mitchell Pearce's career. Uh, personally, I think I would go. I think Mitchell Pearce, he's a premiership winner. He's one state of origin. Uh, representing the Kangaroos is probably past him now. I can't see him getting a jersey over Nathan Cleary, any of these guys, DCE, so on and so forth. So I don't think there's much more for Mitchell Pearce to achieve realistically. Uh, he's won the premiership. He's come back. He's delivered in, in the state of origin arena. So for me, I think Pearcey going to the Catalans would make a lot of sense. Uh, unfortunately for Newcastle, though, we know that without Mitchell Pearce, they really do struggle. It's a bit of a shit show when Pearcey isn't on the field. I think that'll have a strong impact on KP moving forward. Whether that means that Kalen Ponga has to move into the 5'8 role, they have got Andrew Joey Johns going up there to join the coaching staff. So definitely he could help with that transition. But... Do you want to move your best fullback and your best player to another position to try and strengthen somewhere else when when you're weakening elsewhere? I mean, they've spent the last few years allowing KP to master his trade at fullback. They did move him to 5'8", uh, and they decided that it didn't work, so they moved him out of there. Different coaching staff, I understand that. But for me, moving... 
Kalen Ponga out of fullback. It seems a little bit sideways to me. It's uh, you know they're two very different positions. I know everyone will say, "Oh, Lockyer did it." That's fine. Lockyer was one of the greatest players we've ever seen. Lockyer was also a much more established fullback when he made the move to 5'8". He was also playing in a star-studded Broncos team under Wayne Bennett. So there's a lot of factors that go into the move that Darren Lockyer made, which he made look easy. But in reality, incredibly difficult. And it's a big task for KP. A lot of pressure on his shoulders, realistically. Uh, it's a different time as well. I you know, I, I would argue that moving into the halves then uh, was probably a little bit easier than, than, than what it is now, uh, to be honest with you. So personally... I would suggest that I, I wouldn't want to be moving KP. That's sort of my last resort. Uh, but they do need someone in the halves, which opens the door for the most recent rumour this week, Luke Brooks to the Newcastle Knights. Now, it was floated around last week. We heard whispers around it. This week, we're hearing strong mail that Luke Brooks could be up there relatively quickly. Now, if I'm Luke Brooks, I've said this a number of times to you guys, I would be going up there in a heartbeat. I just think that this this marriage between Luke Brooks and the Tigers, it has never worked. I don't think it ever is going to work. Uh, now they have a heap of depth in the halfback spot. They've got Jackson Hastings sitting around, potentially going to play 13, potentially going to play hooker, potentially going to play 5-8 for a couple of weeks and then not have a position. You've got Jacko there. You've signed him. If you're going to sign Jackson Hastings, play him at halfback. I've always said this. Jackson is keen to play halfback. He will play wherever he needs to to fit in with this football team, but he wants to be a halfback because he is a halfback. So let Jackson play halfback. Let Luke Brooks go. Let Brooksy go up to Newcastle. Now, as much as it sounds like Luke Brooks is getting pushed to the side, if I'm Luke Brooks and I'm looking around the room I'm in at the moment... I don't really have a first-class forward pack. I've got a 5'8 who's injured for the first six weeks, so he's going to miss his preseason. I'm going to have Jackson Hastings next to me. Then it's going to change back to Adam Dewey. Coach hasn't really worked out if Dewey's a six or a center. There could be movement there. Coach hasn't worked out who's going to be their hooker. Coach hasn't worked out who's going to be their 13. So a lot of things going on here. And the coach is still trying to sign another hooker because he's obviously not happy with the two hookers that he's got. So if I'm Brooksy and I've got the opportunity to go to Newcastle, one, I get to go and play behind a really good pack with two fantastic edge forwards in Mitch Barnett and Tyson Brazell. I also get to use guys like Daniel Saifidi, Jacob Saifidi, David Clemmer, these sort of fellas. I mean, that would have to be very appealing. I also have a hookup in Jaden Braley who he doesn't fuck around with the ball. I get it when I want it, when I need it, when I call for it. Yeah, a big plus for all halfbacks. He also gets two really strong centers. You've got Bradman Best on the left. You've got Dane Gagai on the right now, remember, as well. So this is a really well-balanced squad, Newcastle. A couple of young wingers that are handy too, but it's the fullback that is the real needle mover for me. He's never really played with a guy, probably since James Tedesco, when he was at the Tigers in, what, 2016, 2017, who had injuries constantly, and Luke Brooks wasn't the player then that he is now. He's never played with a guy like KP that he can just give the football to, and it just takes all the weight off Brooksy. I think this would be massive for him to be able to have the opportunity to play with a guy like KP. I think it'd be huge. You'd have a forward pack that generally always goes forward, maybe not against the top four side they will struggle, but against everyone else. I mean, this is Luke Brooks's opportunity to lose, essentially. He has got the strong forward pack, he's got strike power all around him, and he's got a genuine freak that he can just toss the ball to with half an opportunity, half space, and he can let something create there. So for me, I think it'd be sensational. I think for Luke Brooks as well, the opportunity to work with Andrew Johns up there, geez, I think it'd be hard to turn down, to be perfectly honest with you. I I, I think he's got to seriously be considering this move. And as I've always said with Luke Brooks, not all divorces are bad. The divorce between Luke Brooks and the West Tigers, I think it'd be a good one for both parties. The reality is, 
Luke Brooks has been there for 10 odd years now. He hasn't played finals footy. You can't be doing that if you're a halfback. Let's be perfectly honest here. Do I think he's a shit player though? No, I definitely don't. I think Luke Brooks has a lot to offer. I think people that think he's shit because he hasn't played finals footy, I think you've got to look at the surroundings there and everything that's gone into it. The coaching rotation, the 5-8 rotation, the hooker rotation. There's been so much movement there, it's not even funny. I think Luke Brooks would do sensationally well up in Newcastle. You look at the West Tigers. They're, probably their biggest problem right now is they've got too many players in their spine. They've got two hookers. They're trying to sign another one. They've got Tyron Peachy who can play 13. They've got Dewey that can play 6. They've got Brooksy at 7. And then you've got Jackson Hastings to throw into the mix as well. So there are just there's too many mouths to feed to fit everyone in. There's no point having these really good players in your spine if you can't use them. Yeah, All of those guys are probably above, outside of the, the, the two hookers potentially are outside of playing reserve grade. Yeah, They are too good to be hanging around playing for West or whoever it is. In saying that, the two hookers, he hasn't decided which one he likes more. Dare I say, he doesn't like either of them overly too much if he's trying to sign other guys as well. So, if Brooksy was to leave, all of a sudden, Jackson Hastings, he he becomes the seven. And I think it would be a fantastic, fresh start for the West Tigers. I think that would be unreal. Look, on the other side of the coin, Newcastle Knights. Their biggest problem is they don't have enough spine players. They've got KP at fullback, they've got Braley. But then outside of that, seven and six, there's a lot of question marks around that, especially the seven jersey, if Mitchell Pierce goes. This all comes down to if Mitchell Pierce goes. If he does, a lot of these dominoes could fall very quickly, which I think he will. So all of a sudden, you could throw a Luke Brooks in there. You could keep KP at fullback. I think it's a brilliant opportunity for the Tigers, Luke Brooks, and the Newcastle Knights. I'm not really sure if there's any losers in this situation, to be perfectly honest with you. Now, Hey everyone, I've been on the go recently. Phoenix, Kansas City, Chicago. If you're like me and have a home but aren't always at home, you have an Airbnb. Hosting your home or a spare room is a very practical side hustle. If you live in a big game town, you can Airbnb your place for fans to stay in. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash boast. If the Tigers are able to free up some money from Luke Brooks, which they seemingly would be able to, we are hearing that they will go after a nine. They will go after a hooker. Apparently, Madge isn't overly happy with the two hookers that he has in Jacob Little and Jake Simpkins. Uh, personally, I thought Jacob Little was one of their best players at the end of last year. I thought Simpkins was great in his time as well. He's raw, you know. Obviously, he would be. He's very young. He's just come into first grade. But they he obviously wants an experienced nine. Now, the two names that have been thrown up, Abby Curacao from the Penrith Panthers and Josh Hodgson from the Canberra Raiders. Now, for me, I find it hard to believe they'd be able to land Appy. In saying that, Madge does have a relationship with Appy. He did pick him in the 2014 Grand Final, which they won at South Sydney. So, potentially... We could land something there. So I wouldn't rule Appy out, but I would probably lean more so towards Josh Hodgson. I think he's the more likely guy to arrive at the Canberra, uh, the West Tigers, which I think would be a good get for them. I think once again, there's probably no losers there, Josh Hodgson. I don't think it's working down in Canberra for him. The Canberra Raiders have Tom Starling. He could come up and he could be the guy at the West Tigers. I think he could be fantastic for Jackson Hastings. I think they could be a good little combo. Hodgson as well. No one really owns this West Tigers team at the moment. I think if he was to come in and just make it his own, as I've said, he does need to have, 
you know, full control of a football team. I think him and Jacko would work well together. I think they've played with each other previously uh, for England as well. So whether you get Appy or Hodgson, obviously I think I'd rather Appy, but I'm not sure if they will be able to pull him away from the Penrith Panthers and potentially winning another premiership next year. But getting either of those guys would be really interesting. And I think it'd be a win for Hodgson and the Tigers. Appy, probably not a win leaving the Panthers going to the Tigers, but would still be a good get either of those, which would make it really interesting moving forward. Jacob Little, Simkins, where do they go? Is one of them a 14. Then you could play Tyron Peachy at 13. Jackson Hastings at 7. And then you could have Adam Dewey at 6. And for me, that looks like a much more balanced team. That would be... You give those four guys, hey, this is our squad. This is it. You've got the next four months of preseason to sort your shit out, get used to each other, gel together. It might take a few weeks once we get into the regular season, but Madge needs to stick with those guys. I feel like if Brooksy stays there, there's going to be a lot of swapping and changing throughout the year, and it's just going to be chaos like it normally is. I think this will be a fantastic move. The other one for me, and I'm just going to throw in a little wild card here for people to consider. If Mitchell Pierce leaves, they need a seven. The Newcastle Knights, they could spend some big money on Luke Brooks. As I've said, I think it would be a good move for both parties. I think Luke Brooks would do well up there. There's no doubt about that in my mind. I think that in a new system, he could be great. Now, the Newcastle Knights could do that without a doubt. I think it would go well. As I said, it would be a little bit more expensive than my next option, which is something to consider. Now, obviously, they've got Mitchell Pearce leaving, an experienced half. For me... I would be looking at Tyrone Roberts. Now, he's a guy that I've always been a big fan of. I know people aren't huge fans of Tyrone Roberts in general. But, I mean, when you watch his career, when he was at the Newcastle Knights, you know, when they were in, what was it, 2013, where they made the prelim final and everyone was shocked. I mean, Tyrone Roberts played all 27 games that year. He was the halfback that year. He did incredibly well. Um, He moved around a little bit. He went up to the Gold Coast Titans, sort of hit and miss a little bit there. But, I mean, name me a halfback that's been at the Gold Coast Titans that hasn't been hit and miss. Let's be perfectly honest here. We all love Jamal Fogarty, but, fuck, didn't Toby Sexton come in and do a better job than him realistically over those few games? So, I don't look too heavily into the Gold Coast Titans times. I know that whenever he was picked to play for the Indigenous team, he was picked at halfback. Everyone sort of went, oh, I don't know about this. And he brained it every single time. Absolutely killed it. He got man of the match in one of those. I can't remember which one it was, but he got man of the match in one of those games playing halfback and played like a true seven. He was sensational. Uh, he then went over to England. I believe he was playing at Warrington, was it? Played at Warrington 2018. Came back, was at the Gold Coast Titans. Played reserve grade last year uh, for the North Devils. Played halfback. North Devils won the competition. I thought he was sensational. So he's another guy that I would consider. Now, it feels like Tyrone Roberts is 35 years old because he's been around forever. He's only 30 years old. Yeah, he will be 30 years old when round one kicks off next year. 31 by the end of the season. I still think he's got plenty more to offer. And I think this is a guy that the Knights should, even if they get Brooksy, I think they should look into Tyron Roberts. I think it'd be sensational to see Brooksy arrive up there, sign a guy like Tyron Tyron Roberts, throw the seven jersey in the middle of them and go, winner takes it. Winner takes this jersey. It's all yours. I think it'd be great for both of them. I think Tyrone Roberts, a lot of this competition is sleeping on him. I think there's a lot of teams that could really do with an experienced half like him. Is he going to be a superstar halfback? No, he's not. But he's got a good kicking game, a good running game. He is just solid. If you have a good enough team around him, he will be successful. I can guarantee you that. That's the sort of footballer Tyrone Roberts is. Uh, I, I would love to talk to Rowan Smith over the next few weeks about this guy and where he could land. I believe he's on a train and trial at the Brisbane Broncos, but 
Good God, I think that if any NRL team was to offer him a seven jersey like the Newcastle Knights potentially could, I think he would leave in an instant. Um, you look at the Broncos as well. I mean, there's a lot of roadblocks for him to make it in first grade of the Broncos. Obviously, he's not going to get the seven jersey because you have got Adam Reynolds there, the six jersey. you got Tyson Gamble. you got Albert Kelly. There's a lot of people standing in his way there. I think that the Newcastle Knights should definitely look into Tyron Roberts. He has been there previously. The last time the Newcastle Knights were relevant or successful, whatever you want to call it, Tyrone Roberts was the halfback. Yeah, very different football team. It was six or seven years ago. I understand that. But this guy can play football, and I still think he's got plenty of footy left in his tank. Uh, Only age 30, I think it'd be a good little get. If they were to get him and Brooksy, as I said, throw the seven jersey in the middle, let them fight it out. You'll tend to get the best out of guys when they're competing with other fellas for the same jersey. There are so many dominoes that could fall over the next few days and weeks with Mitchell Pearce if he does sign. Very interesting how this goes. If they sign Luke Brooks and Newcastle Knights, I think that is a win for everyone. That is a win for everyone. And the, the only loser out of that could potentially be the Panthers who might lose Api Curacao off the back of it. But outside of that, I think everyone kicks a goal here. I think the Newcastle Knights, they land a seven. Luke Brooks gets away for the Tigers, a fresh start to show people what he can do. And the West Tigers, they don't have to sort out now who's going to be their seven. It's Jackson's Hastings. It's your team. Potentially, they could land Appy or Hodgson, which as well would be sensational for them, a true leader that's going to be on the field for 80 minutes for them. I just like the optics around this a heap. And the real winner of all this, Mitchell Pierce, sitting in the south of France, enjoying himself doing whatever the hell Mitchell Pierce wants to do. No one will recognize him in the street. He'll play good footy. He'll probably win a man of steel over there. He'll probably win a trophy over there. Mitchell Pierce could get the farewell in rugby league that he probably deserves, as much as it isn't in the fashion that we probably expected it to be for Mitch Pierce. But he's played 300 games. He's won a premiership. He's won state of origin. He's done it all, Pierce. So I think this would be a great move for him. Watch this space over the next few weeks, days, hours. I'm not sure how it's all going to play out, but it's going to be very interesting to watch how these dominoes fall. The number one selling product of its kind with over 20 years of research and innovation. Botox Cosmetic, out of botulinum toxin A, is a prescription medicine used to temporarily make moderate to severe frown lines, crow's feet, and forehead lines look better in adults. Effects of Botox Cosmetic may spread hours to weeks after injection, causing serious symptoms. Alert your doctor right away as difficulty swallowing, speaking, breathing, eye problems, or muscle weakness may be a sign of a life-threatening condition. Patients with these conditions before injection are at highest risk. Don't receive Botox Cosmetic if you have a skin infection. Side effects may include allergic reactions, injection site pain, headache, eyebrow and eyelid drooping, and eyelid swelling. Allergic reactions can include rash, welts, asthma symptoms, and dizziness. Tell your doctor about medical history, muscle or nerve conditions including ALS or Lou Gehrig's disease, myasthenia gravis, or Lambert-Eaton syndrome and medications, including botulinum toxins, as these may increase the risk of serious side effects. For full safety information, visit BotoxCosmetic.com or call 877-351-0300. See for yourself at BotoxCosmetic.com.